0: This is the In Focus podcast from The Hindu.
1: Welcome to The Hindu's In Focus podcast. I'm Zubeda Hamid, your host for today. The recent bus accident on the Nagpur Mumbai Samruddhi Expressway that left 25 people dead after the bus hit an iron pole and caught fire has once again thrown the spotlight on road accidents in India. Our country has one of the highest numbers of road crash deaths and injuries in the world. In 2021, India saw over 4 lakh road accidents that killed over 1.5 lakh people. What is tragic is that the majority of these deaths and injuries occur in young persons, generally those in the 18 to 45 age group. Highways, of course, do not account for all road accidents, but they do account for a major portion of deaths. One media report states that on the Samruddhi Expressway alone, 616 accidents have occurred since it was opened just six-odd months ago, killing 88 people and leaving over 600 injured. Why are our highways so unsafe? Is highway hypnosis, a phenomenon that affects drivers, a cause for concern on Indian roads? How do road design and engineering, the speeds at which vehicles are driven and driver education play into safety on our roads? With even more highways and expressways being built, how can the country improve its road safety track record? To speak to us about this and more, we have with us today Ranjit Gadgil, Program Director at Pariser, an organization that works in the areas of sustainable development, urban planning and road safety. Welcome to the Hindus in Focus podcast, Mr. Ranjit Gadgil. Glad to be here. Sir, the recent bus accident that led to the loss of 25 lives on the Samrudi Expressway in Maharashtra has led to a lot of talk about highway hypnosis. There are reports claiming that the driver of the bus may have gone into a trance or zoned out leading to the accident. Could you talk to us about this?
0: The idea of highway hypnosis first came about because of a study done by uh, a small team at VNIT. Uh, This is a relatively new phenomenon uh, in the Indian context. In the US, uh, where you have very long highways which are uh, monotonous, there's nothing in the landscape that would distract you or grab your attention. Uh, We have heard that sometimes drivers sort of uh, lose their focus uh, and that can sometimes cause uh, a crash because of a sudden unexpected incident on the highway for which the driver is not uh, ready uh, to react to. In the Indian context, the reason why this is quite unusual is because actually Our roads are full of distractions, and in fact, it's uh, very hard uh, to uh, drive without being completely focused on what's happening around you at all times. Mm, With the Samruti Highway, there are reports uh, that say that there are uh, long stretches of the road where perhaps nothing is happening, and this may lead to a temporary distraction. And therefore, when an incident does happen to which the driver has to react, uh, there may be uh, a bit of a delay in that reaction. The other issue that has been much more widely reported is the fact that often drivers in our country are overworked, driving long hours, uh, there isn't enough uh, time for them to take a rest, and that can actually lead to fatigue, uh, loss of concentration, and sometimes even we've heard of people falling asleep at the wheel. Uh, So at this stage, I would say that perhaps uh, pinning uh, the whole issue on highway hypnosis may be a bit premature. Uh, I think this needs to be looked into more carefully. And I think more academic research is needed on this issue. I think, however, there are lots of other factors that continue to affect road safety, uh, which are quite well
1: known. Talk to us a little bit about what you just said, uh, sir. You said that um, there is nothing to distract the eye and therefore, you know, sometimes this it can become monotonous for the driver. Uh, and in which case, maybe they're not able to react as fast as they should. Is this an issue of road design?
0: It can uh, be considered an issue of road design if indeed it is found that there are long stretches where the traffic is very sparse, there is not much to react to, and therefore there is a tendency uh, to lose your concentration. Uh, There are certain well-known techniques that can be used to break that monotony. Uh, For instance, it is not uncommon to have rumble strips placed at certain intervals which sort of wake up, if you will, or pull out of a trance uh, a driver who may have succumbed to this. Uh, Again, I say this uh, fully uh, sort of cautioning that I don't think we should jump to a conclusion that this is the only reason why uh, crashes are happening on this or other highways in India.
1: Correct. Let's talk a little bit more about the other factors that influence highway safety, sir. Just in 2021, which is uh, when the latest statistics are available for, we had over 4 lakh road accidents in India, killing over 1.5 lakh people. Uh, while not all of these are taking place on highway, there is a, it's a significant proportion that is happening on national and state highways, over 30%. Why are so many accidents occurring on our highways? And do we have flaws in our highway safety?
0: So, yes, as you pointed out, a bulk of our crashes... And therefore, the injuries and fatalities related to these crashes are happening on state and national highways, which include our expressways. Uh, There are sort of several reasons for this. One is that although the percentage of total road network by which is either the state or national highway is a small percentage, not surprisingly, a large volume of the traffic happens to flow on state and national highways. It also has uh, a lot of mixed traffic. Uh, a lot of freight movement happens on our state and national highways. And of course, the last factor, which is perhaps one of the most important factors, is that the speeds on our state and national highways tend to be far greater than the speeds that you would expect on any uh, minor roads, or definitely not on our city roads, where we know that we suffer from extremely low speeds. So speed is often uh, considered one of the Uh, most critical factors when it comes to road safety and therefore not surprisingly we find uh, both the uh, number of crashes as well as the intensity of those crashes uh, being much higher on our state and national highways. Typically one wants speeds to be higher on state and national highways uh, but as you pointed out it therefore requires these highways to be designed to exacting standards, uh, keeping in mind the local context And therefore, uh, although we want the speeds to be higher, it has to be within the limits that would be considered safe, given the kinds of incidences that happen on our highways, uh, the indiscipline, the lack of enforcement, uh, the lack of proper post-crash care response systems. So I think keeping these circumstances in mind, a lot of road safety experts would essentially say that our speeds are, are higher than what they need to be or ought to be if we want to reduce the number of crashes happening on our uh, state and national highways.
1: You spoke about a few factors here, sir. One was road engineering. The other was enforcement of the laws, driver education, obviously, and the access to emergency services that would be required in case of a crash. Talk to us about these individually. How, How well are we doing in terms of road engineering and design?
0: you're absolutely right what matters uh, for road safety is the ecosystem uh, no crash is typically the result of a single incident it's usually several factors that come together uh, and and sort of contribute towards that uh, not only that crash happening uh, but someone either getting grievously injured or losing their life when it comes to uh, driver education i think uh, it's an open secret that our licensing system is one of the weakest and most flawed Uh, In the world, uh, we hardly uh, test people for their uh, knowledge about the streets, about the roads and what is safe driving. We often test people for their ability to control a vehicle, to shift from first gear to second gear, for instance, but we don't really look at how they drive on our roads and are they safe drivers. This is a completely untested aspect, even when the tests uh, take place. Uh, and it is not uncommon for us to hear that in foreign countries it is extremely difficult to get a license, which means they put a huge uh, emphasis on only allowing people who can drive safely to own a license and therefore become a legitimate driver. So that's a huge issue in our in our country. Um, we mentioned enforcement. Uh, yes, it is it is a fact that our police are understaffed. Uh, they're probably also not using their resources as Efficiently or optimally as they ought to, given the fact that they 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 have a lack of uh, personnel. But even in advanced countries, when the enforcement levels drop, the number of violations or the number of infractions, traffic infractions, uh, tend to increase. So therefore, it is not as if Indian drivers are 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 worse than international drivers. It's just that we drive in a situation where we are hardly ever stopped. And if we are, we either get away with the light fine and the repercussions for having broken traffic rules is not as severe as one sees in other countries. In terms of the highway design, I think there's been some improvements, uh, but I think we still have a long ways to go to really consider that our highways are ready for these kinds of high speeds. Sometimes they're built better, but we have a maintenance issue in our country. So often even well-designed highways can later on Deteriorate and many problems can arise. Uh, people break down things. There are potholes. There are all kinds of other issues that come up, which then make those highways less safe than they uh, were originally designed to be. And finally, of course, you talked about the post-crash response system, and it's a fact that whenever we have a crash, the ability of our first responders to reach the site and to be able to administer expert medical interventions uh, within a short period of time, and then if necessary, take that person to a, a better facility where he or she can be treated. Uh, all of this has has lacuna, and therefore often people who could be saved or whose injuries could be much less than what they ought to be end up paying a much higher price. And all of these factors sort of add up uh, to the uh, horrible numbers that you mentioned when we began this talk.
1: Over the last decade or so, sir, vehicle numbers have tripled in the country, the road length has increased by 40%, and even as we speak, we are building even more highways and expressways. So, as you were just talking to us a little bit about driver education and how we have an extremely lax system. So we have gone from a country which had small roads, villages, towns, and cities to massive long highways and expressways. Has there been a big gap between our ability to navigate these small roads versus our ability to navigate the longer stretches and faster stretches of expressways? And is, is this something that needs to be tackled?
0: Uh, most certainly. And I think, as, as we've been emphasizing throughout, uh, speeds matter. Uh, And as long as people, I mean, you you still had the uh, same uh, sort of unskilled drivers who weren't particularly worried about uh, road safety. But when you're driving uh, at 30 kilometers per hour versus when you're driving at 80, 90, 100. And now, as the ministry wants us uh, to drive at over 120 kilometers an hour, uh, that can have uh, very quick disastrous results combined with, the sheer increase in the number of people who are driving on these roads. And so while highways and national highways are seen as symbols of development and can often help uh, connect places and boost economic growth, I think in our case, in the case of India, because we have not managed to uh, strengthen the other parts of our driving system, uh, we are both paying and it looks like we will continue to pay a very heavy price uh, for this large network of highways that is being developed in the country. There is a lot of political will that is required to strengthen our licensing system. In the short term, for instance, it may mean that people will have to wait longer uh, before they can get licensed because if people are tested appropriately, that system will take longer. And, of course, this will inevitably lead to people complaining that they're not able to get a license. But, yes, I think if we want to balance our economic uh, imperatives while safeguarding the lives of uh, lakhs of people, as it turns out, uh, then we will have to take some urgent uh, remedial measures. Another thing that's sort of just to point out how, how severe this issue is, not only do we have about 5 lakh crashes and about... One and a half lakh people who uh, lose their lives on Indian roads every year. More than four lakh people get severely injured, uh, and it takes years for them to recover. It often pushes them into debt because of their medical expenses. And more often than not, the people who get killed are young people in the age of 20 to 40, which means they're often the primary breadwinners for their families. So every death that happens, Uh, Affects a whole family, and therefore you can imagine just how deep the impact of our unsafe roads is on our society at large.
1: Tell us a little bit about what you think is the way forward, sir. One aspect you talked about was driver education and a far stricter licensing process than we have now. What are the other things that are required?
0: Road safety advocates essentially say that there are certain things that can happen quickly. Um, and they can uh, help to reduce the burden of road safety trauma on our roads uh, in the short term. Even if licensing is made stricter, the time it will take for new safe drivers to, uh, to arrive on our roads will, will, will certainly take time. Similarly, any infrastructure design improvements which are urgently needed will also take time as our roads keep getting built. What we can do in the meantime, however, is recognize that because we have unsafe drivers and perhaps not as well-designed roads, that we need to mitigate all the other factors that could either lead to a crash or increase the severity of that crash. And I mentioned before, and I'll mention it again, our speed is one such factor. So reducing the speeds both within the cities, but also on the highways, is one way that you can reduce both the chances of getting into a crash and the intensity of the crash if it were to happen. Road safety experts often talk about a power law, which means that a 5% increase in speed can lead to a 10% increase in crashes that involve injuries and a 20% increase in crashes that that include a fatality. So although we do want to travel quicker on our highways, I think for the short term, making sure that the speed limits are safe rather than something that gets you from point A to point B in in six hours or eight hours or whatever it is, is perhaps more prudent at this point. And so reducing speeds is perhaps one of the most important things uh, that we need to do as a, as a nation. We also need to ensure that people uh, use safety devices. So for instance, uh, one talks about vulnerable road users that includes uh, cyclists, pedestrians and two-wheeler users and two-wheeler users need to wear a helmet and as we know uh, that is an extremely uh, poor situation right now in our country where most people refuse to wear a helmet. Uh, That needs to be done immediately and through strict enforcement it can happen in a very short period of time. If people wear helmets and if they're involved in a crash the chances of them surviving that crash or not getting a severe head injury could be reduced by a high percentage. And similarly, wearing a seatbelt is something that we've seen sporadically being enforced. Uh, But this is the call of the hour. If you want to call ourselves a modern nation with modern highways, we have to ensure that every single passenger in every single vehicle that's flying on our roads needs to wear a seatbelt, no exceptions whatsoever. We also need to step up enforcement on drink and driving, uh, because that can also be a huge issue, Uh, although it is often not as highly advertised uh, because we simply don't have the enforcement mechanisms. Uh, so these are some of the things that can be done immediately uh, through strict enforcement, through zero tolerance, uh, and and getting people to ensure that at least in the short term, they're using whatever uh, devices are available to make themselves safer.
1: The usual Indian tradition is to wear the seatbelt in the front, but not at the rear, Correct.
0: That is correct. And the new law, the, the Motor Vehicle Act, was amended in 2019, keeping in mind various road safety factors. The law now requires uh, every person in a motor vehicle uh, to wear a seat belt, both the driver, the co-passenger and the rear passengers. And I think it's a really simple thing. It doesn't require one to do much other than reaching over and uh, buckling up, as they say, Uh, And this is just something that needs to be inculcated, not just through awareness campaigns, uh, but through consistent and visible enforcement.
1: Would you say then that the government's move to try and increase the speed limit to 120, as we were talking about earlier, is a bad decision?
0: Unfortunately, yes, I would have to say that it's an extremely bad decision, uh, given the fact, as you mentioned at the top of our talk, that there is a national imperative to reduce our road fatalities and injuries by 50% by 2030, a goal that seems increasingly distant, uh, increasing speed limits on highways rather than decreasing them is certainly not going to take us in the right direction. And I think what's playing out on the Samruddi Highway, uh, as I mentioned, there are often many factors that contribute to a crash, but certainly the fact that the legal speed limit is 120 kilometers an hour, which means that many people will be traveling well above that speed limit uh, is certainly going to increase the death toll on our highways. Already our highways, like I mentioned, uh, have an extremely high uh, fatality rate. And again, this is linked to the speeds.
1: Speak to us a little bit about design, sir. You told us earlier that even if the uh, roads are designed properly, often, of course, we have maintenance issues, etc. But in terms of design in itself, are we designing our highways safely and properly?
0: There has been an increasing awareness about the need to design safer highways. And I would say that for new highways that are being designed, Uh, certainly the several safety features are being incorporated into it. I don't think it's perfect. I think there are still a lot of flaws that are remaining. One uh, way to address this issue has been to look at something called a star rating, just like you have a star rating for your appliances, you have a star rating for the safety of vehicles. You can also have a star rating for highways. And typically five star rated highways during design and construction uh, would be considered the most safe highways. Uh, there isn't a national policy as such right now to say that we will only design five star rated uh, highways. But I think some sort of a policy needs to be adopted, which clearly lays out that we will design our highways to a very high standard. It often costs more money. So there is a trade-off between the number, the kilometres of highways that you can build and the safety standard that you can achieve. But I think if we are to save our fellow citizens' lives in the long run, I think this is an investment worth making.
1: How are we placed globally, sir, in terms of road safety? Uh, India seems to have very bad statistics when it comes to this, correct?
0: Yes, we are now, uh, unfortunately, the number one country in the world uh, when it comes to road crash Uh, fatalities and injuries. And despite the efforts and the statements uh, and and good intentions, I must add, by the highway minister, Mr. Gadkari, uh, we really haven't made a dent in these numbers. Most other countries which have large networks of highways, uh, Europe, uh, Japan, uh, the United States, and now increasingly China, have much safer streets, have safer vehicles, and certainly safer drivers. And I think unless we get all these factors together, uh, we're looking at uh, several more years of what we often call a never ending pandemic.
1: Thank you so much for speaking to us today, sir.
0: Thank you. In Focus will be back soon with analysis of the biggest news issues. In the meantime, you can find our podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and other platforms. Just search for in focus by the Hindu. We'll see you soon.